He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag. Good evening, everybody. We are officially here in wild card round. Uh, and the Colts aren't here, so... Regular uh, season is completed. Regular season is completed. We also completed almost messed up everything. We really tried to mess that up, but I guess Texans wanted to mess up theirs more than we did. So, I'll take it. I'll take it. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, man, I'm doing good, doing good. Watching the games, uh, you know, doing family stuff throughout the day and around our house. Good. Same, same. Just spent the day relaxing, watching a little ball. I will say to the Colts fans out there, I know uh, there might have been a little bit of panic. I know I kind of shit my pants today when I found out C.J. Stroud may consider not to come out into the draft. So I uh, just want to calm all Colts fans down out there. Um, but, yeah, you know, another backup plan would be to trade back and, and draft another guy uh, that we think that could be pretty good. I don't know if necessarily trading up for Bryce Young. I was all for trading up for C.J. Stroud. But, you know, hopefully not too panicked about that. You know, we, we still got some some stuff that we can make work out. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, there's still uh, Will Levis. <laughs> He's still there. They I gotta, have, uh, I gotta work myself into loving that guy, man. The Colts, the Colts fan base is split, damn near down the middle about about Levis because I mean, uh, someone someone explained it the best to me today that um, he has elite traits, but then at times he makes dumb decisions like Carson Wentz, and that's what. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I, saw, I saw that conversation. Yeah, so that's a, he's a good dude. There, you see that dude I talk to on Twitter every once in a while. He's a pretty good dude. He's pretty yeah. smart. He gets he gets pretty sensitive sometimes, but. Same way that we are split on the uh, quarterback situation, we are also split in our head coaching situation. So, I don't know. Are we? Because most people want Harbaugh. Well, oh, I'm, I'm telling you, go look at a lot of the stuff that I, I posted on our our pages. Please go follow uh, and check out all of them: Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, follow the, the the page, kicking with the crew. Um, I have posted all the coaching searches, and you will see legitimately. I'm telling you, you will see legitimately every coach that's up there: Steichen, um, uh, Ichiro, Enemy, Hardball, Sean Payton. Um, the, literally everybody that has been an option, you'll see them up there. Um, and so the only one that, uh, or the three few that haven't had their name with us too much that people do want though are Harbaugh with no interview, D'Amico Ryan's with no interview. Um, I, somebody just mentioned something about the Bengals offensive coordinator. They said he was waiting until the playoffs were over. Um, and so there's a few, but there's, I'm telling you, if you go check out the Facebook page, you'll be like, wow. The one, the ones that have been bothering me the most are the people that are saying they don't want Eric B Like you're high. If you don't want Eric B I mean, people, people listen to what the media say, man. They they go on TV and they hear the, oh, he hasn't he hasn't had a job because of, um, the player relations or whatever ability to lead. At least that's from what I know personally. I'd love to have him, um, but the other one was um, that uh, he he basically lives off of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Andy Reid, and so 
Wasn't he there with Alex Smith? I do not think so. I think he got hired the same year as Patrick Mahomes came in. I believe 2018 was the year. But still, regardless of the matter, you, you think about what we had with um, Marcus Brady as an offensive play co- uh, offensive coordinator. You're still designing plays. You're still putting in a majority of that work for the play caller. So regardless of, of whatever it is, like, I mean, there's I mean, not can't- a way- there's not a real opinion to say I don't want that guy if you literally haven't sat in a room with him. The whole the whole the whole argument of people faulting professional staff coaches uh, front office kind of uh, boggles my mind a little bit because it's like they say their main argument is well he's had this guy he's had this guy. So Bienemy's been with uh-huh. the Chiefs since 2013. He was a running back He's, he was running back coach from 2013 to 2017. Okay. And then when, um, oh, the former Bears head coach that got hired on by the Bears. Matt um, Nagy. That, when Nagy got hired on by the Bears, Bienemy got bumped. Okay. But Bienemy's been oh, in Kansas City longer than um, even Andy Reid has. But Bienemy didn't weird. get it. That's weird because he, LaShawn, I don't know if you guys heard, but LaShawn McCoy – uh, former running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, Buffalo Bills. Um, he had some type of beef with Eric Bieniemy, and at that same time, I'm guessing he had to be the running backs coach while Sean McCoy was there at some point. Then, yeah, I assume it's. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but he's the only player on that staff before, or the only coach on that staff before Andy Reid got there that was retained. Hmm. Yeah, so I just, I just hate when people use that argument that you know. You don't know what that coach is going to be because he's got a guy like Patrick Mahomes or he's got a guy like Tom Brady. Like, how can you use that as a negative mark on a guy when that's the whole point of football? Build okay. a roster, have good coaches. You're absolutely right. But the one thing they will say is, well, he had Peyton Manning or he had Tom Brady. He had, you know, Patrick Mahomes. See, so that, like, that, that is that is one of those things that I kind of slight. That's a crutch. Like it's a, it makes your job easier when you have one of the all time greats at quarterback. Yeah, yeah, you got to have some different variety in there. It's kind of like when um, was it Peyton Manning vouched for uh, Adam Gase? Adam Gase. That was one yeah. of those situations where it's like that guy's kind of living off that great quarterback. That's one mm-hmm. of those situations where it's like I'm really like that. But I, I just feel like with Eric Bieniemy, the guy's been around long enough for you to not sit there and want to keep questioning his resume regardless of why right. he hasn't got a job or not. So unless you're sitting in the right. interviews and you can personally tell me why he hasn't gotten a job, I don't think you can really hate on anybody. And I think that's one of the things why I got to get off this hate for Will Levis train because, hey, he may come out and he may, you know, shock the world. He may develop with the new coach and be better than I thought he would make it out to be in the pros. And so I think that's just one of those things we got to get over as opinionated fans as far as trying like to this, Like this comment right here, this opinionated – Comment right here by Tristan. Uh, Gus is trash. Get rid of him. I disagree with that. 50-50. I'm not 50-50 at all. I'm sorry. Gus showed that he could – he turned our pass rush 180 with just rushing four. Everybody wants to see the blitz. Everybody wants to see all that, but you don't need the blitz if you don't need it. Like why send a blitz if we're still getting pressure? I don't want a blitz. I just want to be more exotic on the back and front end, and Gus Bradley isn't. That's my biggest – 
That's but, my but biggest knock thing, with Cup Bradley. Why, why would you want to be more exotic if what he's doing is working? Because I don't want to give the quarterback the same look twice. And if I can Burnley rush four, but it be from four different positions and still land pressure and I'm still able to drop eight and play coverage underneath, I'm all for it. Here's my thing. You don't fix what's not broken, man. You don't fix Fair what's enough. not broken. This defense was not broken. But, I mean, yeah, toward, toward the end of the season, they, they, they dropped a lot because, I mean, for one, they were just – on the field all year? On the field all year. So you can't really say Gus is bad for us. Gus so, is the logical so, person that we have and made it work. Real quick. So, so Tristan, um, you're saying that Gus is trying. You want us to get rid of him. You said thank you. I'm guessing you're saying thank you um, to Zach's comment there about what we look like. Are you are you saying that we should be more exotic? Is that what you're, you're saying thank you for? Because, I, I mean, I – I don't know if it's either exotic or whatever the situation may be as far as defensive-wise. I feel like defensively, the only reason we started to look terrible is because our, our – yeah, so that's exactly what he's saying. He wants to look more exotic. So, I mean, that's just that's a thing my, as far as a defensive coach. You got to yeah. remember this is his first year, so he, he doesn't have time to get – That's my only complaint with Gus. He, see, my the creativity. Our defense has fallen back because of our red zone defense. Our red zone defense was not good this year. Um, right. That was one of the things that did fall back. Um, now, I will say between the 20s and then stop slowing some teams down from scoring, um, our defense was pretty good. But the issue was our offense was just awful. I mean, absolutely awful. And, and I'll bring it back to our game against the Giants a few weeks ago where the defense forced a turnover. The offense goes three and out. They get one yard and attempt a 48-yard uh, field goal. So it's like that's what our defense had to deal with. Um, and so it, it just can go either way. I will say our defense does need to get better in the red zone. But as far as exotics and stuff like that, I feel like it's just something we got to we gotta work through. But I do not think Gus Bradley is trash, um, and nor do I think he should go. But I feel like our offense needs to be better. And red zone defense tighten up, get better. So what do you do to improve <laughs> defensively in year two? Uh, Let's say you <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Let's <laughs> say you bring... Let's say you bring back, you know, Gus Bradley. Like, do you add a corner? Do you add another pass rusher? Like, do we sign a third linebacker? Like, I don't want to see Bobby Okariki leave, but or Bobby Okereke. I think, but I think he's going to. You can get Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, um, the way you get better is what you want to do is you want to add some depth at corner. Obviously, that's been a position that we've been struggling with for a while now. Um, and then also, as soon as somebody gets hurt, we're down to practice squad guys at cornerback. Um, get better at corner. Uh, we need Quiddy Pay to stay healthy and then bring Shaq Leonard back. That's That would be huge for us on defense. And then guys just need to bring it up to another level. I mean, if you look at look at what our guys have done, look at, look at Grover Stewart. He took yeah. it to another level this year. Are if you, you guys? If you get guys playing more consistently at a higher level, they turn it up. Look at Zaire Franklin. He went from a guy yeah. that wasn't playing all that much to turn it up to another level. So that's just yeah. what guys got to do. So we get guys playing at a little bit of a higher level because just imagine if we went from a four win team to a seven, eight, nine win team, a lot of these guys would have made Pro Bowls and All Pros. Like no, no lie. Right. Yeah. It's just by right. shifting our wins a little bit. So. It's just playing at a different level, and it's tough to do that when your offense is just putting up 13.8 points per game. So, 
mean, like I said, best way to get better on defense next year is to get better on offense first. So, yeah, That's my thing would just be like adding a corner. Um, obviously, you do need to find that other pass rusher if we, uh, depending on what uh, we do with Yannick and Dockway and whatnot. But uh, I feel like. Are you re signing Yannick? Yes. Like if, if the torch was yours, are you re signing? One year. One year, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It depends on who else you're going to go after. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's anybody else out there. No, I say you bring him back on a three-year deal. He's still young. He's only 28. Uh, yeah, he'll – no, I think he's 20 – I think he'll be 27 this year. Either way, three-year deal, front load yeah. that bad boy. Yeah, I don't, yeah I, don't, I don't think that would be a too bad of a idea. But, um, yeah, we got into the Colts a little bit. I, I don't know, Matt, if you want to start off with the, the playoff stuff here. Did you want to start with that and then get into the Colts? Uh, we can do that real quick. We can go ahead and do that. So this is our official NFL playoff bracket for kicking with the crew. Uh, so we did choose uh, – we voted on the game this morning uh, for the game for the games today. We voted on – I think we chose the Niners as a group, mm-hmm. um, and we chose the Jags as a group. Uh, I'm not sure who chose the Seahawks. I think everybody chose the Niners. I don't think anyone chose the Seahawks this morning. But I know that everybody chose the Jags except for Zach. So I would like Zach to go ahead and start off. Oh, oh, real and, quick, real quick. Just for uh, anybody that's a new viewer or anything, we are normally pretty much all Colts. We do a little bit around the NFL. But since we're out of the playoffs, we obviously want to give guys some content, uh, some content and uh, talk about the playoffs a little bit and, and get to see what we didn't get to be a part of. Uh, and a quick update, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I'm pretty sure, just threw an interception. Yeah, he nice. Sure did. He sure did. And the Chargers Loser. are going to shave their head. Nice. That was, a, that was a Boza, a Joey Boza play. Nice. All right. The only reason I'm picking the Chargers is Justin Herbert because I absolutely love the guy. He's Andrew Luck 2.0. That is it. He is hindered by his shitty coach, Staley. That is it. I absolutely love Herbert. I love his game. I think he's vastly underrated. He's probably the second best quarterback in the AFC, right behind, right behind Joe Burrow, and just ahead of just of Patrick Mahomes. Like touchdown Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a little bit behind. Hold on, guys, chill out. <laughs> like, that's the only reason I picked LA, just because I was all like, yo, Herbert, Herbert's that dude. Like. He makes everybody around him vastly better. That's the only reason why I went with L.A. Truth oh. be told, that's it. So there's – I went with Jacksonville because I think – oh, I think Jacksonville is just going to double cover Keenan Allen all game long. Uh, Mike Williams is out for two to three weeks. <laughs> yeah, but how do you stop Austin Eckler? You don't have to if you make Justin Herbert throw the ball 50 times. <laughs> How you stop Everett? They're tied in. Easy. You force Justin how, to turn over the ball. He's a high turnover. How do you how do you stop their six foot nine goon, that Parnum kid or whatever? I mean, I I'm just telling has, you. He has like I mean, three I mean, yards in the season, don't he? This this offense isn't even that good. Yeah, I that's mean, what I'm saying. Even with Keenan Allen, this offense isn't that good. They're not. Austin Eckler, yeah, I'll give you that. Keenan Allen, I'll give you him. But anyone outside of that, Mike Williams, and Mike Williams isn't yeah. even in this game. I feel like if you if you don't have Mike Williams to throw the ball up to to get that chunk yardage that they need all the time, the Chargers really aren't that great. Um, 
But that's why I'm they laughing. They got dudes, that's man. Why that's why I'm laughing. I, it's, it has nothing to do with Mike Williams getting hurt. Um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the Chargers of the team. It has the fact that I have to sit here and look at Brandon Staley as a coach. I think Brandon Staley is a terrible, terrible coach. I mean, like, I, I, I don't like – I mean, I think the guy was lucky to have Sean McVay over there, and he was drawing up some pretty good plays and whatnot. But Sean McVay was calling those plays. And this guy got a job off of it. I feel like he's kind of in that Adam Gay situation. He makes terrible decisions. Terrible Staley was a defensive coordinator. Or was he? Was he the offense? Oh, he was, he was uh, a defensive coordinator. Like Kevin O'Connell, that was the offense then. What's up, Chad? Yeah. What's up, Chad? Okay, Don't well, worry. Yeah. Well, he started well, a little late. Well, well, he if he's supposed to be the defensive coordinator, the defense sucks as well. So it's like whatever. <laughs> I thought he was the offense because that was the only thing that looked no. like it would be okay. No. So, yeah, Here's, see, that, that makes it even that much worse because of the fact that that defense is terrible too. And they have so much talent over there. So I just I just think Brandon Staley is a terrible coach, and that's why I, I outhandedly just um, picked the uh, the Jags. <laughs> so Brandon Staley is awful. Uh, Nathan, to answer what you're saying, uh, I don't think it's been announced that Stroud goes back to school yet. I, I don't care how massive that NIL deal is. He's not going to get a deal like he would getting drafted in the first round, especially in the top oh, five. Yeah, I, I was explaining this to a buddy of mine. Um, he sent it to me because he's a huge Will Levis fan, so he wants to try and throw something in my face every time something happens with a different quarterback or whatever. Just put it this way. The, the NIL deals that they call massive. So uh, I'm a Florida Gators fan, for example, and our quarterback was Jaden Rashada. He had an NIL deal of worth 350-something thousand. So imagine if C.J. Stroud chose to decline his NFL deal and go back to the college for an NIL deal. The most a person is going to get out of an NIL deal is around five to six million, maybe. And that's really pushing it. So if Stroud chooses to go back to college and choose an NIL deal, he's missing out on 29 million as a top 10 draft pick. Facts. That's it's the, somewhere between two to five million. That's the that's – the, um, you talk about the NIL deals between two yeah, and five the, Yeah, the NIL deal yeah. is yeah. worth two yeah. to five million. And, and a first round draft pick is getting paid yeah, like 18, for, uh, 18 to twenty five million a year. Uh, top ten. Top ten pick is getting um uh I think it's twenty one to twenty nine million. Top fifteen, ten to fifteen is somewhere in the seventeen to like tw- uh nineteen million. So those range changes. So if he chooses to go back, he's missing out on a lot of money just to go back to Ohio State. I mean, it is up to him, but I, it's just something that I think maybe he's just taking some time with. Maybe he wants to win a championship, um, something like that. Like, Not exactly. Let me, sure. let me ask you, does he need the money? Like, what is his family situation like? And I don't mean that in like a, uh, in a, in a terrible way. So when I say that, I mean that in a way of some guys need that NIL money as far as I know, he's in a good home living situation. I don't think it, I don't think it's a money thing. I think it's more of a competitive thing. Some guys want to go back and win so, a national championship. So the total the total value of a fourth round pick is thirty six million with a twenty three million dollar sign in bonus, uh, and it's a six million cap hit for the first year. So okay. he would literally fourth make, overall pick. He would fourth literally make pick. almost five times as much as he could possibly make from a one year NIL deal. That he could possibly I, I don't want to risk I don't want to put anything on a kid, but he could end up like Hennon Hooker tears ACL and then completely lose all his draft stock and money by going back. So 
I mean, it's totally up to him. Like I said, it's just something that me personally, if I'm a quarterback in that situation, I'm not doing So, um, I, I, I would think that he would still come out, but we shall see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I'm pretty sure everyone went Niners for obvious reasons. Uh, it's the Niners versus Seattle. So we were right on that one. Uh, Niners won that game by easy fashion. Uh, Manhandled the Seahawks. So, yeah, so for the most part, all of us picked the Jags, um, except for Zach. He picked uh, the Chargers. He loves Justin Herbert. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at with that man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just I think Brandon Staley is awful, dude. All right, let's go. Where, let's where do that with um. Let's go with the uh. I guess we're pretty much going to have locks for some of them. But how about Bengals and Ravens? Where are you guys at that? That's going to be a lock for Bengals, right? I got Bengals, yeah. Pretty I got Cincy. Yeah, All Cincy right, and then where we at with uh, Buffalo versus Miami? That's going to be another lock there, right? I got Nobody's, Buffalo. Nobody's. I got Buffalo. And my cousin told me, he was like, somebody going to be making millions if they pick Miami to win that game. And I was like, yeah, don't lose your money putting money on Miami. I was like, they put up a, they put up a total of 11 points in their last game versus the Jets. Don't, don't. And they're, they're, they're also playing without Tua again. So, And their third-screen QB isn't Brock Petty. Yeah. It's like uh, Skylar Thompson or whatever. But, you know, uh, Buffalo. I, 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 do see, I do see you guys in the comments. Give me just a second. But I, I do I do want to say Josh Allen does like to shit the bed in the playoffs. So we'll see. Yeah, he, yeah he, he's, uh, he's turning <laughs> into uh, kind of like a paint man. <laughs> yeah, facts. Who you guys got for Giants and uh, Vikings? That's exactly where I was about to go. I'm, I'm picking the Giants. Me too. I think me so. Too. I, think, I think the only one of us, I think the only one of us who might have put the bike is Damon. But yeah, he did kind of. He did kind of understand we were right about them being pretenders. So I think all of us will go with the Giants. And then so let's go with the one we're split on. Um, I know. I'm guessing you guys all went to Bucks, right? I got Bucks. No, I'm going Cowboys. Okay, I, I was Bucks. going Cowboys too. So Matt, you were the, the one who were going. I got the, Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's why. Why are you going Bucks, Matt? It's Tom Brady in the in the postseason. And then there's Cowboys in the postseason, right? And then there's Cowboys in the postseason. <laughs> so it, and and the Bucks destroyed the Cowboys week one. So I, I see no difference yeah. between the two teams from week one to now. I mean, Dak has been consistently inconsistent all year. The Bucks, yeah, the Bucks are what the Bucks are, um, and. It's still Tom Brady. I don't care if he's 45 or 25 until he shows that he can't win in the playoffs. I'm not rooting against him. Yeah, yeah, so he's never actually, lost to uh, Dallas either. He's seven and zero in his career yeah. versus Dallas. Yeah, yeah I, I got the Cowboys just because I think they're the better team. I think this is one of those situations where <laughs> Me the better team is just going to oh, dominate. I think I'm not saying they aren't the better team. No, I'm not yet. No, Dallas, no, 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 I definitely, no, I definitely get what you're saying. I just think this is going to be one of those situations where it's not going to be like some Tom Brady miracle, and and he gets to beat this team. I think this is going to be one of those games where the Cowboys get their shit together. They they beat a bad team, a bad Bucks team, um, and, and send Brady home. Kind of just like what the Titans did to the Patriots in uh, 2019. I think that's kind of how this game will go. I think it'll be a pretty. I don't necessarily want to say tight because I, I think the Cowboys might roll it up on them. But that's just where I'm at with that one. I got the Cowboys. 
So you think um, it's going to be the exact reversal of week one? You think Dallas yeah. is going to roll it up instead yeah. of Buccaneers rolling it up? Oh, yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, I think uh, – I don't think this one's going to go in Tom Brady's favor. I think he's going to be breaking some iPads. <laughs> oh, and Lawrence just threw another pick. Wow, dude. That's because everybody kept calling him the next coming of Peyton Manning, bro. This is what happens when you want to overrate somebody too early, dude. Jesus. Why well, didn't pick the Jaguars? Man, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, to get back to a couple uh, college things here, we had uh, Tristan Marquis said, Hooker from Tennessee looked good. I think he did, too. I was mad his ACL got hurt. Uh, Nathan Comment says uh, he's a big Duggan fan. Um, Matt was, too, but none of us liked the way he looked in that national championship game. Um, we knew he wasn't going to be, like, a, a high, high uh, first-round draft pick or anything. So it's definitely one of those situations, like I was saying before, you trade back, get an Anthony Richardson, get a Will Levis. Um then you got Duggan, you got Hooker. Those are some of the things that I was thinking about we could possibly trade back for just so we don't have to sit here and keep watching 30-year-old quarterbacks try and play quarterback and freaky just being garbage. Guys, right? what about Stetson Bennett? No. Stop it. No. Stop it. I mean, Stetson's almost as old as Matt Ryan. <laughs> Bro, 25. Bro, y'all ever seen that movie, Van Wilder? Um, yeah. With, with Ryan Reynolds? They played. Uh, man was in college for seven years. These guys, uh, Chad is agreeing with you, Matt, and so is Nathan as far as picking Tampa. Uh, and then uh, Tristan also said, "Okay, question, y'all: Do we fire Chris Ballard? You guys want to go with that one? We're not firing. Chris I'll take Ballard. a shot at it. Um, he's not getting fired yet, but I think this this head coach selection is critical because if it's a guy like Jeff Saturday." then I believe in two years we're going to be looking for a new head coach and a new GM together, flat out. And, you know, I, I truly believe, like, the fan base is done with with Ursay, you know, essentially touching, ruining the team because at one point in time we were three and five and one and had an outside shot at the playoffs, and he fired Frank Reich. So while he's upset that, you know, the offense didn't look like it was supposed to, I mean, they, they didn't gel like they were supposed to. Kind of makes it difficult to really accomplish anything. So I believe. Damn, he's starting. Damn. Ivan? I don't know. I think he froze up. Oh. And um, oh, there he is. There he is. I believe that. Ballard is essentially a puppet for Ursay until like free agency, and then things might be different. We got a couple of different things in here being discussed. Uh, I think I think Philly's going to win the Super Bowl. Um. So uh, to answer your question, Tristan, um, no, I, I personally don't think Ballard's going to be fired uh, right now at this moment. Honestly. I don't think there's a reason that he should be fired until this roster gets to a point that it's not good anymore. And I just simply don't think this roster has not been good. I think this roster has certainly underperformed. Um, and you, know, you look at the situation like if you guys – we clearly got to see it, for example. Look at the Tennessee Titans, for example. We are the exact opposite of franchises right now. We've had a situation where our GM got us the talent, got us pieces – put us in position, and our coach didn't necessarily get us right. And you got Tennessee, on the other hand, where their coach 
has literally won coach of the year while they're bereft of talent. They're missing pieces all over the place. They got a pretty solid defense. Um, and then they've been one of the most injured teams over the year, uh, the years, and they still compete. And I think that's where we are. So until I feel like Chris Ballard has, hasn't has been able to get us the talent, because if you look at what he has done, I think, uh, what was it, Alec Pierce finished fifth overall amongst rookie wide receivers as far as yardage-wise. Three t- uh, two, two touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns on the year. And then you look at a guy like um, – Bernard Ryman, who's really come on as a left tackle. I feel like uh, talent has not been one of our problems. And I think until that is, I think Chris Ballard is pretty safe. But what he does need to do is he needs to find us a quarterback where we can stop looking so bad there. Just just, just to update real quick, Chargers are manhandling the Jaguars right now. <laughs> You're welcome. Moving down the field at ease. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax, relax. It's not halftime yet. Relax, relax. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so uh, Tristan says Philly's going to win the Super Bowl. I got the Kansas City Chiefs, man. I got the Kansas City Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl. I got Philly. Uh, Chad says. I got this is Bengals good. Niners. I think Philly's defense. I think it's going to be Philly and uh, Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And I think – Patrick Mahomes is going to get humbled by that defense. Well, you gave him 26 points. I don't know if I would call that humble. No, oh, a loss is a loss. Yeah, a loss. It's humbling. I'd gladly be humbled in the Super Bowl, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> as long as you get there, man. For sure. Um, uh, Chad said, uh, Levis is built like luck. I mean, it takes a lot more to be built like looks. I think Carson Wentz was pretty built. But I don't know played, what the, the guy played like Dan Orlovsky, So Hold on, hold on, hold on. I keep seeing Gino's name in our comments, and I'm going to say I disagree 100% with pulling Gino over here. Yeah. Gino is looking good because yeah, he's, he's, he's with a guy like Pete Carroll right now, and, and so, that's the only way Gino's going to look good. So Gino is a guy that uh, somebody else brought to me earlier today. I'm not high on Gino because of the fact that I want to say he's 31, 32 years old. He's looking for right now a three to four year deal, and he's looking to make some money because he's he just had a good year. His, yeah, he's just coming to the end of his career, um, and so you're possibly going to be playing him like 100 to 160 million for a three to four year deal, which I'm uh, I'm not on that train at all. So to me, that that's just not something that I'm. The only veteran that I can necessarily say I will kind of open my ears to would be the Derek Carr, for example. If the Raiders were to cut him, we get him on a one-year prove-it deal for about 17 to $20 million as a free agent. I know he won't. I know he won't, but I'm just saying that's the only thing that I'm open to like another older guy because that's about it. Other than that, I'm get me a younger quarterback. Why do you need to trade anything for Quentin Johnson? Listen, Quentin Johnston's overrated. I don't care what anybody says. That dude's overrated. To take him at number four? That dude's overrated. I'm not taking a wide out at number four unless it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Facts. Get out of here with that. Facts. <laughs> then you gotta you gotta be able to run the whole route tree Facts. and have some speed. If if we trade if we trade up to number one and we get and we get, you know, whatever quarterback at one with Chicago, and we still have the fourth pick, I'm still not taking Quentin Johnston because I still think that dude's overrated. Uh, I'm I'll taking take that him. Carter kid yes. from Georgia. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. 
We had a couple other things here. Dan Knight said, if you're going with anyone, go for Brock Purdy. I did have the Niners facing the Chiefs again in a rematch, but I got them losing to the Chiefs again. Uh, the Niners losing to the Chiefs again. That's what I had. Um, but Nathan did say something here. He said, uh, if we don't get a QB this year, get Geno and draft Caleb Williams next year. So um, I didn't see the Geno part before I was looking at this, but no, not the Geno part. Um, as far as the Caleb Williams, I, I don't know if this Colts fan – fan base can suffer another year to get a top overall pick as far as Caleb Williams. And don't forget Drake May is there. And then there's the possibility if CJ Strauss stays that he's still there. I, I don't know if this, this, this fan base can suffer another year that way. And that's exactly why I said to trade back. You get a guy like Anthony Richardson, at least we can have some excitement as fans on offense to be able to watch while we're not necessarily good maybe win another five, six games, and boom, we get Marvin Harrison Jr. with the sixth overall pick. Yeah, but who's to say we go out and draft a guy like your boy, AR-15, Anthony Richardson, and um, he ends up tearing up the league. Well, see, like, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the, that's yeah. The, that's exactly another yeah. reason why we take him because he could end up having like a a Jalen Hurts type of development. You know, it could be something like that. So that's why I'm like, yeah. you have either or right there. And then hey, if we if we suck, the guy can still run for sixty yards, and he's got a cannon for arm. So at least we can have some excitement and and watching us get ready for building. And then if you got to go yeah. again the next year, I mean, you got to get it right at some point. <laughs> you know, when we watched the, the the Chris Ballard presser, bro, I don't know if y'all got as pissed off at him as I did. Every time they ask him about drafting the quarterback, he gives that same cookie cutter fucking answer that he gives every year. He's like, oh, if I take the guy at four and then he ends up sucking, you guys are going to rip me apart. Like, why are you so worried I mean, about the media? You should be confident in what you're doing. As a GM, you shouldn't be so worried about what the fan base does, what the media does, what anyone says. You draft the guy that you think is best for this team. If he sucks, he sucks. You're going to get fired. But you can't be so worried about it that you don't fucking do it. Two-part answer to that. First one, I think he's deathly scared of getting it wrong. Like, I think he's he's deathly scared of that for six years. Right. (laughs) Right, you're 100 percent right. Can't argue that. Well, secondly, well, I don't know if he. I don't know if he's necessarily. Uh, my bad, Zach. Just real quick. Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily set, scared, okay. but he always says that like, I, we got to get it right. That's one of his things. He yeah, got to get yeah. it right about oh, any position. So not just quarterback. Go ahead, Zach. Secondly, this is the first time I've ever heard the man say he would move a mountains to move up and get a quarterback at one if they really thought that there was a game changer. Because there before in the past, he was all about, oh, I'm all about my picks, man. I love me my picks. You know, I got to sit on my picks. So for him to indicate that they're willing to move up in the draft, to me, that means that, yo, they're being honest. And that came down from Ursay, bro. That's Ursay all the way. Because then another two minutes later, another two minutes later in that same press conference, Chris Ballard says, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't take a quarterback and forth. So – he he contradicted himself after he said, "Yeah, I would move mountains to move up if whatever quarterback in this draft, you know, was going to be someone like a guaranteed Hall I'm of Famer." I think I think the Colts are looking at two quarterbacks, and these two quarterbacks, one Demarco absolutely hates. I think Will Levis is the Colts guy. That's guaranteed that, they, that that's guaranteed that 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 he's their guy. It's guaranteed they've been at right. almost every contender right. game this year. Right. He's going to be there at four, so they're not going to need to move up and go get him. 
And secondly, if CJ if CJ Stroud is there, I truly believe that the Colts would only move up if CJ Stroud enters the draft because Ballard hates short quarterbacks and hates short players. Yep. That's the only the only quarterback I would ever see him moving up for is we got to get up to one because we got to get our guy and our guy is CJ. If not, I look for us to stay flat, stay at four and take Will Levis because no team in front of us needs a quarterback and he can fall to us. I'm also yeah. not, I'm also not big on this whole trade back, take, take hooker or take someone in the second or third round. I'm not big on that. Second or third round quarterbacks, if they're projected to be there, they're projected to be there for a reason. We need that guy they that's going to next year. Yeah. So, um, was it? I want to go back to the uh, the first part of it. Was um, so, Matt. I, I wasn't actually pissed off about his press conference, except for the part that you brought up. So that was one of the. That things was the only part that pissed me off. No, no. <laughs> so uh, that was the part. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was a. Um, about when we had this conversation before and he brought up the situation where it was like, well, you guys said we don't have any linemen, so I draft linemen. And you get mad at me that I don't get a receiver. I get a he receiver. That. And then you I guys are that. mad at me about this. And I get this. So it's like it never fails. So that was I, – I will say that I did bring that up before and that was the only thing that I was upset about him about. It, it, it wasn't about him building this team more for <clears> – <throat> more from his focus of how he sees this team built rather than drafting to please people. I want to comment on the whole failing. I don't think Ballard failed this team. I may be the minority in this this idea or this thought. No, I, I don't think – yeah, I don't think Ballard failed this team at all. I think Ballard provided everything that Frank needed, everything that Frank wanted, and Frank wasn't able to deliver. And I, and I everybody can – and hold on. Everybody can continue to say – well, when we fired Frank, nothing changed. Well, of course nothing changed because you don't change a scheme or a right. system halfway through the season, no matter what coach is in play. And then when the play caller is a guy who was an, was an intern for Frank Reich, learned from Frank Reich, his play calling was going to be the same. Right. Nothing changed. So did Chris Ballard really fail? No, I don't think he did because we are one season away from having seven pro bowlers. We led the league in pro bowlers. We've had multitude of all pro players in every level on this team. So we can't sit here and say he failed. Yeah, maybe he could have gotten us a quarterback. Sure. Maybe he maybe we could have, you know, done something something differently there, but that I don't think he failed the team. I think that was Frank. Well, see, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't think he said that. Um, I felt this team, um, just to just to point out what um, Tristan said here as well. He said, uh, but he fired himself fifty times. I, I don't necessarily think he fired himself or he felt this team. Um, I think his personally was seeing the product that was being put out on the field, and then him feeling like he was responsible for those players that were on the field. And I don't necessarily put that on him because he's literally done what. I want to say 90% of GMs done. They're going to get their guy. And, and and I will say that's what Chris Ballard has been a victim of doing is getting Frank Wright, his guy, too many times. And so just like uh, we were discussing about it earlier in a chat that we have, it was it's pretty similar to what John Lynch did in San Francisco getting Trey Lance. John Lynch loved Trey Lance. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan didn't love Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan wanted um, – I forgot which one was the other quarterback. Mac Jones. 
yeah, I think it was Matt Jones or maybe somebody else. That's who Kyle Shanahan wanted. He didn't want Trey Lance. So this is just what Ballard has done, and Ballard has done what he's felt like what was needed by other people. And I think that's his only flaw is he's been trying to please others rather than building this team and his ideal site. Now let me ask you this because I do think he's built this team ass backwards in this aspect. He did. He Offens- did. I I agree it was ass backwards. I agree it was offensively. Wait, wait, today's wait, wait, league is a pass is a passing league. You guys build it, building in the trenches. So so yeah. So he built no. from so so from what what I, I what I'm understanding from Zach is that he built. You you normally draft the quarterback first, build around the quarterback, but instead he built yeah. a roster and he's trying to plug a quarterback in. Right. I mean, and he was here with luck, and the whole problem was you fix the offensive line, the Colts are going to go places. Yeah. He built so it, you know, he luck. Re- built it, he built right. It. Luck retires, and instead of immediately going out and getting the quarterback and then adding the receivers and stuff, he should have. It's been a plug and play mission for the past five years. Because I I truly believe if he was serious about winning, wide receiver is a premium position in today's NFL. You got to have two good ones, and the Colts have one guy who's kind of mid, and Michael Pittman Jr., a super nice tight end who's young, and an All Pro running back, and that's now, it. I, I'm giving PC some credit here. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I commented on one of his posts today and say he should definitely stay in India. I'm giving PC. Bro's done a one year. That's fine. Dude's done a one that's, year. That's all we asked for him in the in the in the in the preseason. You said it too. Okay, I'll stop dogging. I him did. If, uh, if he plays the whole I season, did. and he played the whole season, he so played the whole season. <laughs> he played the whole season, but we don't have any legit outside threats. And in today's NFL, you have to have it. You have to have it, and he and he doesn't. So I believe that he's built this roster as like a 1980s roster. I think Alec Pierce could be a legit outside threat if he had a quarterback that could throw the ball. Honestly, I want to. I want to answer Nathan. I want to answer Nathan's comment real quick. He said a rookie QB going to need a year anyway. They're not a QB in this draft that could start day one. I call bullshit on that every single time. And the reason I hold on, let me answer. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. I call bullshit on this every time because I'm a firm believer that if you draft a quarterback in the first round, you're expecting that guy to be your franchise guy. If you're expecting that guy to be your franchise guy, how do you expect that guy to learn? He's not going to learn from the sideline. He's not going to learn from just sitting in the in the quarterback's room watching film and sitting behind another quarterback who's half decent, right? The reason you drafted that quarterback is because you don't have a good quarterback. So you need that quarterback that you expected to be your franchise guy to be on the field. The best way to develop is to be in the situation. He Look can go ahead. Yeah, he can go ahead and shit the bed the first season. That's fine because so did Peyton Manning. Yeah, look at Kenny Pickett. He was trash up until like after their bye week, and then as soon as their bye week happened, Bro, everything clicked, and he looked night and day better. I'm pretty sure we won like three games in Peyton Manning's first season. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we won. We went from uh, we went from three and thirteen in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, to, uh, to thirteen and thirteen three, and three. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Peyton Manning shit the bed too, and he had Marvin Harrison, and he, he had he also had. I'm pretty sure he had Marshall Falk. Yes, yeah, and then they traded him. Yeah, he had Marshall Falk, Marvin Harrison. So, yeah, every and not every quarterback is going to come in the NFL day one and be the biggest star. 
And so this is another thing that I just want to get to before you got into that uh, real quick is because of the fact that um, Nathan had said that and how you had answered. Colts fans need to get over the fact that drafting a quarterback is going to completely just turn your entire franchise into a day one. Every guy is not going to be – not even a Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning, like we just said, he went 13-3. Every guy is not going to come out and be an Andrew Luck and get you 11 wins every year. We need Thanks. to stop thinking that is those the guys are your team. One of one. Stop thinking like get a quarterback, get a quarterback. Look at the Niners, bro. They've had three quarterbacks this season, three, and they, they just got destroyed 14, Seattle. Wins. Like, stop thinking that is the way to build your team. You need a guy that's going to come in and develop around your team, and then you can slowly build around him. Stop thinking a quarterback is supposed to come in and be our savior. Savior, and that brings us to our. Well, I mean that's. Where, um, that's also the message Ursay sends, though, that this is all fixed with the quarterback. And, and that's exactly I mean, why I said when, when we were talking about whose fault it was, I instantly said it was Ursay's fault because right, Ursay, right. just like this comment we got here that Dan Knight says, can we bring Dungey back? Get over the glory days, bro. Get over Peyton Manning. Get over Robert Mathis. Get over uh, Dwight Freeney. Get over Marvin Harrison. Get over Reggie Reggie. Wayne. Get over all of them, bro. Yep. Get over those days. We need to build a team that is now up to the decade. Stop here's the, just keep bringing people. Here's back. the thing, too. All of our all of our former players, we do not need to bring them in as coaches because none of them are coaching. No other franchise does this. No. <laughs> Jeff Saturday's coach in high school. That's fine. Robert Mathis has his uh, gridiron gang. Uh, you have um, – Reggie Wayne coaching with us right now. It's your no one else is gold teeth to gold jacket. Yeah, no one else is no one else is out there even trying to be in the NFL coach. Yeah, Andrew Luck wants to coach football. He said he doesn't want to be a part of the NFL. Andrew Luck is going to coach in high school. That's what he wants to coach, where it's fun. Because he probably listened to Primetime when Primetime said, I don't want to coach a bunch of millionaires. He wants to mold boys into men. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> You should join the army. Then, uh, speaking of, it, no, we uh, we don't bold we don't bold boy, we don't we don't turn men, boys into men anymore. Uh, right? Mark can't say that. I don't know if you can see it, but that blue one there that says one percent better podcast. You asked about Andrew Luck and why he retired. Zach Kiefer put out. I want to say it's a six part episode that explains the entire Andrew Luck story. I suggest you go listen to it. It will give you some mixed emotions if you understand it correctly. Um, but it, it's way too much to explain exactly why Andrew Luck retired. So I'll just say go check that out. It's the Andrew Luck story. I um, figured. I figured Dan was joking. Uh, Nathan, um, no, Sam is not the answer. We've gotten enough product from him this year that I I can say confidently that Sam is not the answer. So yeah, so, Sam's a solid uh, backup, but so he's not starter. Exactly. So the thing is, Nathan. You got to pretty much look at your team. You got to look at the abilities of a guy, look at the way that he can perform on the field, the way he can understand defenses, the way he can adapt and play, and you can see what his development can be and grow. Sam, we've seen his growth from uh, last year when his arm was not strong enough. Um, he was pretty much just trying to use his legs all the time. And now we've seen him this year in multiple instances where he, he still misses guys. Um He's not necessarily uh, finding the deep shots. He's not processing defenses correctly. It's just things that you can see that lets you know. And you can tell that this guy isn't going to, to make your team change overnight. The thing is you want a guy that has the intangibles 
and then develop him to move on to the next level. You need a guy that can make that next level. And that's what Sam is not. And so, and that's personally the reason why I'm not too high on Will Levis because I don't believe Will Levis will get to that next step, but he probably could. And so another thing is that's why multiple times people talk about intangibles and their size and their big arm. It's those things that you want a guy to have, and then you develop develop the rest after. And so this is why you want to get that type of guy, get you a first-round pick that has all the talent and ability, and then develop him with a team. But you have to surround them with pieces. We can't keep thinking you're going to win on the shoulders of a guy. Because look at the Chargers, for example. Missed the playoffs two years in a row. Finally barely get in there. And we'll see what happens. So then Nathan they goes to win. say, uh, uh, do what Denver does, the 2QB system. That's never worked. That's, that's 2QB Houston. system has never worked. That's Houston. It worked in college. It's, it never works in the NFL. How many teams have tried it? No, it never works it in the NFL. It doesn't work. You can't do it in the NFL. It doesn't work. Speed it doesn't work. Di- it's, it's, speed's too different. We don't we, – uh, you don't – No, our uh, lineman is not our biggest need. Quarterback no. is our biggest need. Get another lineman when we still have a quarterback. That's, so, that's... so, 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 Nathan, what we're saying is, 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 it's not that we don't need a quarterback. The issue is, is we can't think the quarterback is our savior. We need to get a quarterback to fill the need, and then we need to develop around him to make sure he's going to be the best that he can be. So then, eventually, once he develops and get to a point. Then he can take over and we can hand him off the reins. So take Josh Allen, for example. Josh Allen comes on his rookie season. What did Jalen Ramsey call him? He called him a wasted draft pick. He called him trash. Then you look at year two. He gets a little bit better. Now he started moving in the right direction. But the team is still being developed around him. Gets to year three. Boom. Josh Allen comes onto the scene. Gets to year four. And then boom. Now everybody's calling him the MVP. And Trevor Lawrence just threw another interception. Jesus, Lord, oh my God! Maybe he is the second coming of Peyton Manning. I told you all, Chargers winning. So yeah, Nathan, um, you just gotta get a quarterback. You gotta get a right coach for him. I mean, matter of fact, perfect example is look at Trevor Lawrence with the Jags. You get a coach, you got a quarterback, love things around him. You want to see that stuff develop and grow. We have a we have a good offensive line if you use them schematically correct. Yeah, we have, we have a good offensive line if you have a quarterback that isn't going to fall over when he takes a snap. Yeah, this offensive the line isn't. On our... Go ahead, man. This offensive line isn't built to just create a pocket. This this offensive line is built to slide. It's built to move. Every single one of them are athletic. They're not meant to just step back and wait for someone to attack them. They're they're built to step out and block. They want to make contact first. This year, they were they were set in a system that was having them wait for contact. That's not how this offensive line is built. That's not how Quentin Nelson is built. Ryan Kelly, Braden Smith, none of them. Watch the seasons past before we had Matt Ryan, where Matt Ryan has to step up in the pocket every single time just to be able to throw the ball 10 yards. 
Oh, that's uh, that's my bad, Dan. Totally missed the joke about Dungey. It's just I see so many comments about bringing Peyton and bringing all these other coaches and stuff, and we think just because we bring in one of our old Super Bowl players is going to bring us to a Super Bowl. So that was my bad. Um, missed the joke there. Uh, and then uh, Tristan said, okay, let's get Sean Payton then. Um, so I would be all for getting Sean Payton, Tristan, but the problem I have with it is I'm not willing to trade a, a pick for any coach, me personally. Nope. I don't think a coach is worth a pick, so that's that's just me. Back to your O-line segment. Um, the only weak spot on the offensive line that I truly see is right guard. Touchdown, Jags. Or touchdown, Because Because I'm not, I'm not pulling Raymond. Like, dude is good. Um, we get right guard figured out, I think we're back to being – a solid offensive unit. And possibly maybe looking at, you know, Kelly and thinking, is it time to move on or is he going to play right guard and go get a young center? Uh, I want to, I want to comment. Um, Dan, Dan said we picked up some offensive line recently. No, he um, said, have you, have you, have, 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 Oh, have Colts. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure yeah. if, if we signed they anybody, signed some- so basically, Dan, right now, since we're close to the offseason, anybody that we sign right now is going to be just like a, a, a future guy or a special yeah. team guy or something like that. Um, I will say, though, like uh, – um, so, Dan, what we have done is we've developed Ryman to become a pretty solid left tackle. Guys played nearly, I want to say, 300 in – I want to say it's about 50-plus snaps. And uh, while he did give up about six or seven snaps, which is – Completely normal for a rookie. Um, high penalties for a rookie. It's very good development. So now if you if you rate his development and look at his stats, you can check out. If you're a PFF guy, I can, I, I've, I've kind of fallen off from PFF. But if you look at PFF, his stats are, are kind of lining up with what Anthony Costanzo was doing. Um, our left tackle was pretty damn good for a while. So he's good. Um, now, as far as uh, the rest of the offensive line, we need Quilson, Quentin Nelson to pick it back up. He said that he knows what he needs to go work on. Um, we need him to get back to aggressive mentality, but Matt and uh, Zach here, we also have discussed that. A lot of our scheme has messed up a lot of the offensive linemen that we have, and that brings us to um, Ryan Kelly across the center. So I'm kind of going across our linemen here. Um, Ryan Kelly, um, for me personally, uh, if I'm Chris Ballard, if I'm an offensive coach, I'm telling him, hey, look at this film you put on tape. It's been trash. I'm challenging him. I'm letting him know that you have not been good, and I need you to be better, and I need you to help me develop this rookie quarterback we got coming in because you're a veteran center, which I think is the best thing you could have for a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback coming in. Um, right guard, as we've obviously discussed, has been trash. I mean, as simple as that, it's been trash. So that'll be the position that we need to address. And then right tackle. Um, Braden Smith, uh, he, he's going to give me the same thing, but because of his cap number being so high and his um, money per year, I would either attempt to trade him or challenge him as well. So that's where we are as far as offensive line, but I do think with more mobility, a quarterback helps every single one of them. Yep. And then uh, also Chad said something that me and Matt totally discussed and agreed with before. Trading Carson Wentz took the passion out of Indy. It took the passion and it took the accountability. So thank you, Chad. I agree 100% with that, like you just said, right? Because 
the one thing I noticed uh, once um, he was traded was that players started speaking out that things were starting to really get to them, like Naheem Hines. That's when it really started to seem clear that Naheem Hines wanted to be out. He was tired of having a different quarterback. Uh, Ryan Kelly had said some things. Um, pretty much almost anyone offensively had said something. Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Michael Pittman, they've all said how how they felt about switching quarterbacks every single year. So I agree, man. It definitely took the passion out, and it was getting exhausting for this offense. You really think they liked Wentz that much? Yes, I do, because I remember when Wentz first got signed, man. Dude showed up. I, it, I don't even think he even met with the team yet. He already <laughs> called Michael Pittman and asked to schedule a day for them to Ooh. hang out. And then Oh, Wentz. with Justin Herbert? Oh, wait. No, Wentz. What are you talking about? I thought you were talking about um, Michael Pittman and Justin Herbert. No, Michael Pittman <laughs> and Wentz, bro. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, he got you. <laughs> he drank a little too much of those two glasses. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, there was a uh, there was a video out of um, Michael Pittman Jr. recently asking Justin Herbert when they go fishing. So I, I thought that's what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, man. I, I just remember Wentz. I think I think he, he hit up he hit up uh, Michael Pittman, and then he came. He met with the team. They did the contract, all that stuff. And then it was like two days later, he was already throwing with everyone on the roster. So yeah. Instantly, like it was, I think it was like February or January or February, right? It was instantly right after we made the trade that he was making things happen. I know he was close to Kenny Moore. Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah. He was close to almost, he, he's a, he's a, that's why it's so confusing when people say that he's uh, a toxic guy in the locker room because at any time you see him or any other players associated with him, it's always a positive. Like it never I seems. Think the, I think the two problems for him were uh, that, well, for other people, is that for Jim he wasn't the raw rock kind of screaming everybody face type of guy, and then the other thing was some of the the, the what the fuck plays that he would do on the field. Um, A lot of those what the fuck plays were uh, also called by the what the fuck play calls, like that screen being backed up on her own goal line against Tennessee. Yeah, Why would yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I get it. I'm not going to take away some accountability on Carson, but there were there were definitely some times where those play calls should have been different. I mean, again, Mike, I mean, we got a couple comments here about it. Uh, Marquis says, let's address the elephant in the room, and we cut ties with Matt Ryan. So totally agree with that. Uh, we cut him. We save about $17 million, I believe. Um, yeah. Then uh, Chad said, had we kept Carson playing this weekend? And so that's been something that me and um, Matt and all the guys have been discussing. It's just like we, we don't feel like Carson Wentz was the total problem. Um, I feel like that's when the accountabilities in the locker room started kind of dying out because it's like when, when you're a locker room, you're together with guys. The way your continuity builds is by continuing to play with those guys. And so if you look at this team – everybody's sitting there thinking when they lose those last two games of the year, like this is on all of us. You messed up defense. We messed up offense. You messed up quarterback. They're all thinking like, Hey, we keep this together and we're going to be all right. And we're going to get this back together. Jim Mercer is like, get that guy out. And I don't even want to talk to him. So players are sitting there looking at that. Like, 
well, if my owner ain't going to take accountability and, and hold us all responsible for this mess we put on on the field against the Raiders and the Jags, then what are we supposed to do here? So you start to dilute a locker room, and I feel like if you keep Carson Wentz, and this team knows, like, all right, we got this guy. This is what he can do. Um, Pittman is ready. He knows what he needs to do. He's already developed this kind of rapport with him. You bring in another deep threat guy who Carson Wentz loves to go deep to. You keep those weapons, and maybe the issues with Naeem's probably still goes out that way, or maybe he's used a little bit more, however it works. But that's just one of those things where guys weren't held accountable, and it was all put on a quarterback who expected to be paid man. That was the problem. Facts. <clears throat> Uh, Nathan is saying, so if we cut Foles and Matt Ryan, who do we get in free agency? Um, Nathan, I don't think you need to go free agency at all, personally. I think you, you draft a rookie quarterback oh. and Sam is your backup. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no need to add a vet unless the new coach. I will say this, one exception. Unless they oh. cut all three and then they sign a vet who's familiar with the system to help teach it to the young rookie quarterback. I could see that being a thing, but even then I think that's unlikely because I believe Sammy is too good to just hit the street with. Well, I mean, I mean, you obviously, I mean, you obviously have a quarterback competition and if, if Sam beats out the rookie, then, you know, you let Sam be bad. I'd be you, mad. I'd I mean, be mad. I mean, I'd be pissed. I'd be so mad. He's a pro. So if, if Sam can't beat, out, beat him out for at least a few games, and then we pull like what the Steelers did with Mitchell, <laughs> after three games, you feel me? We're like, we're gonna we're gonna turn it over over to the rookie, and then he goes out there to play. I mean, if we can't expect Sam to beat our rookie, I mean, we're we might be pretty bad at backup. I don't ex- I don't expect Sam to beat out a rookie number four overall pick. Uh, I would hope he could. I mean, I mean, he's a six round pick. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, but if he's gonna be our backup, I would hope that you know he beat out a rookie to at least be like, okay, if the game is on the line, like. And we got two minutes to go. The rookie just went out with a sore ankle or something, sore or concussion or whatever. Sam's got to come in for a minute. Yeah, we've I seen this. Good. We've seen that all happen already, and it wasn't pretty. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, then, then maybe we just because Reich, Reich didn't have the right play caller. He didn't have Foles. He had Brissett. It made Brissett look like a clown. Man, <laughs> to have Brissett. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this year I would have killed to have Jacoby. Oh man, we would have ended up like at uh, least eight and nine. <laughs> we could have, we uh, could have been the Browns, Jags the getting our ass whipped tonight. The, the Browns didn't even end up uh, eight and nine with Jacoby. Yeah, but we would have. We have a better defense. Right, we could have been like the Jags and gotten our ass whipped by the, the Chargers right now on TV. Like Facts. with Jacoby, hell yeah, because he was. When he was playing this year, especially on primetime, dude was lights out. Sam's I on mean, Nathan, Nathan, Sam's on a rookie contract. There's no wasting a contract. He's a sixth round pick. That dude's making almost nothing. Yeah, I think he's making like six hundred K a year. We we ain't worried about that. So so Nathan, if you say cut Sam, then who who who's gonna be your backup quarterback? Yeah, Nick Foles is gonna get cut. He was on a one year deal. <laughs> 
No, he's on a two-year deal, $10 million. Uh, That's trash. Dan, Dan Knight, um, somebody informed me that we had a couple other interviews that were supposed to be setting up almost with the Bengals' offensive coordinator um, of the, the Cincinnati Bengals, and they said they were waiting until the playoffs. Callahan? So, yeah, I think so. So I will need to do some research on that personally. I have not heard or seen anything about the interviews that we had. I didn't even know about Eric Bieniemy until it happened. So Bro. Uh, he's asked Dan Knight is asking, do you think we interview Harbaugh? I think we do, but I haven't seen any word that we will get. It's kind of like the whole Jeff Saturday thing. I think they have. They just won't make it public until after the fact. Until after Jeff Saturday is named the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, unfortunately. Zach, I need you to stop pushing pain on me. Dude, I want Ursay to sell the fucking team, man. <laughs> like, I'm so over this offense. I don't, this I don't circus. want, him, I don't want mm. him to sell the team. I want him to get I want him, I want him to go ahead and let his daughter take over. I like Ursay's passion. That would be nice. So I don't necessarily want him to she's she's a, she's the one that pretty much was in part with Bill Polian building up that team that won the Super Bowl in 06. Justin she was in college. Huh? She was in college, I thought. Yeah. No, uh, His one sure. daughter, Carrie or whatever? Yeah. Know. She was yeah. she was uh, she I was didn't... she was very close with Peyton and Bill Polian. I didn't there's think a, she got a... involved in the um day yep. of the day stuff until like twenty thirteen. Yep. There was a whole ass story about it, man. Fair enough. She was like a secret scout. <laughs> like she was out there finding finding players for the team. I'm all for it. Yeah. I've been waiting for it, man. I never liked Jim Irsay. Never liked that dude. Ever. I said before, anytime he meddles on the Cole stuff, he was a terrible GM and he's a terrible owner. The best thing he does about owning is when he shuts his mouth and lets the, the GM GM, the players play, the coach yeah, coach. Yeah, that way, I wonder how Cowboys feel about Jerry Jones talking every week. <laughs> Hey, you can talk when you got three Super Bowl rings and you own all of Dallas. Yeah, Jerry I mean, Jones. Jerry <laughs> Jones puts money into the community. That's a different thing. He's not putting it into the drug cartel trying to get coke and meth. He's he's putting it in good places. Hey, it, was it was pills. Pills, <laughs> it was pills. There was no meth involved. It was a bunch of like opioids i have no clue i just remember he got pulled over for having a duffel bag full of pills bro you're trying to tell me that jim ursay said i'm gonna move the colts from baltimore to indy because it's pretty no he moved because it's the meth central of the united states man leave Hell my yeah. jim ursay alone. <laughs> gotta get that a plus coke game going man the cartels in mexico need jim ursay <laughs> leave, leave my guy jim ursay alone he's supporting the cartel it's all good man i i, I ride with el chapo so leave oh, my, leave my guy jim ursay alone. oh man i'm rolling <laughs> Um, Man. Not, so Nathan said, Nathan said Jimmy G. I, I'm not going Jimmy G. Jimmy G is going to be very expensive. Uh, I don't want Jimmy G. Jimmy G is just another version of Carson Wentz. So if we already cut that, there's no reason to go that route again. I mean, I would still take Carson Wentz over Jimmy G. Exactly. So I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> Bro. I, I, would trade, I, would get, trade, I would trade for Carson Wentz to come back. We should go get Tom Brady. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact Carson Wentz is the – Third string quarterback right now, so I don't even know what's gonna happen with him. 
screw Wentz. Go roll out the red carpet and get Tom Brady. All no. he does is win championships, dude. No. I don't even care. See, championships. I was, see, I was with that, but if you go and watch Tom Brady's film this year, it's, it's god awful. It's Bro, it's one year. Next year, he's not gonna have Giselle. None of that oh, issue. He's gonna come back and fuck. You stop. You said it's one year. If he, was, <laughs> if he was twenty years, twenty-six years old, I'd understand. He getting older next year. He would be forty-six years old. Don't matter. He doesn't no. age. He's like Father Time, bro. Like he's gonna Jordan. come back. Mm-hmm. NFL Jordan. loves him too much. Jordan loves trash. I'm just gonna leave. It yes, there. facts. <laughs> Yeah, the, the God, the bro, is it about to be twenty four nothing? Yeah, jazz. I told y'all. Hey, y'all can tell me you're sorry anytime you want. Like anytime y'all want, man. So, and I'm about to get dragged by some uh, Chargers fans because I commented <laughs> on they, they post that their social media team page made, and I was talking crap to them. And I'm about to get dragged if the Jags just get murdered in this game, bro. They about to drag me. <laughs> All them fourth place teams, man. All how are, how are you down seventeen zero to Brandon Staley? Dude, don't even make good decisions, bro. Apparently, Trevor Lawrence can't tonight. He's got three picks in the first quarter. Oh, Justin Herbert almost threw a pick there. Should have thrown. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. It, it's it's some tough stuff out here. I mean, it's a lot of stuff to to dissecting the situation. And if you look at the Colts fan base, if you go on pretty much anything, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you look at whether it be head coach, quarterback situation, everybody is divided on what exactly they would do. So as far as uh, a dream scenario would go, for most of us in, in here, I think I speak for most of us when I say our dream scenario would most likely be uh, hardball, or be enemy partnered with CJ Stroud. Listen, I, I've said it before too. I'll take Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Levis, AR fifteen, Max Dugan. Uh, I don't know much about Hooker. All I know is I don't want to. I'm pretty sure he's old, and I don't want to get a guy. Who, I don't want to get a guy who's coming off of a, a knee injury that old. I'm 32 years old. I tore my ACL when I was at 28, and it still hurts. So. Yeah, like, I don't care who the quarterback under. is. Tristan just get one. Uh, I just, just get one. I just want a competent coach. Yeah, Zach Moss. <laughs> I like that he brought Zach Moss. Oh my God! Touchdown Chargers! Wow. We, we need to keep Zach good. Moss. We need yeah. To uh, Zach Tristan Moss. said, "What about Zach Moss? Y'all looking for a backup? Hell yeah! Yes. yes. He is still on a rookie contract, making five million less than Naeem Hines was." Um, and you don't have to change like pretty much any of your scheme or put them in a passing situation um, to take JT off. The way the way I see that running back room looking next year is going to be JT, Zach Moss, and then DJ. I think I think I hope not. I think I think we've got that one-two punch with Zach Moss and JT. I like the first two. I just not sold on J on DJ. DJ DJ's already been signed to a future contract. He's coming. I know. Back. I know. Oh, no, he's I just ended. He's been extended, yeah. so he's he'll be back. Yeah, I just want a more pass catching back because I liked what Naheem brought when used. JT. I don't I don't think DJ can do that. And think, are they I really serious? I think JT and Zach Moss are both pass catching backs. I mean, Naheem was different; he was a flex, but yeah, they're 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 rare. I mean, you had him, Darren Sproles, 
We didn't right. use we didn't use Naheem the way we should have. We should have used him in that Darren Sproles role, and we never right. did. But to find another one like him, you might as well get ready for that one-two punch because we're about to be a powerful backfield. Well, see, the problem is, is finding an offensive coordinator that can make that creativity. Facts. Okay, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. Let's say the Colts get wild and freaky in free agency. Do we throw money at a guy like Josh Johnson or Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs or whatever? Yeah, uh, I would put him See, put we, him with JT and just run up, run it down the throat. That would be a nasty it, backfield. It, it depends on who your offensive head coach is. If we hired a guy like uh, I believe it was Ben Johnson from Detroit, you had DeAndre Swift and you had Jamal Williams. I think he would right. love to have a two back yeah. system. So yeah. that uh, if that was Trist- our situation, then that's the Trist- Tristan says, did y'all know we had a chance to get Herbert, bro? Yes, we knew. Uh, we knew the year so, that, that so happened. We, we, did, we discussed that before. The problem was is we already had a quarterback at the time. No, we didn't. Or, no, no, we no, didn't. That was, oh, no, my didn't. bad. That was that was uh, Josh Allen that year. Um, yeah. That was a pick that Ballard year, traded away. Trade. So Ballard, Ballard traded for Buckner. Buckner. Yep. Well, see, the problem was is we still would have had to trade up six yeah. picks. Because Justin Herbert went six. Seven. Year. Oh, oh, it was. It was six. Yeah, six. Six. So we would still we would have traded up eight picks, as a matter of fact, yeah. to get up there. So we would have yeah. completely mortgaged our, mortgaged our future if. But it was worth it. I mean, you see who the player he is. Granted, uh, granted it's a bigger risk because he might know, be only. Bro. He might only be good because he's with LA, but I mean, you can see he like carried the Chargers to the playoffs. Imagine what he could do with a competent GM and a decent play caller in Frank Reich. But bro, see, this is my problem I have with us trying to crown Herbert right now, bro. You look at take any of the rosters that Andrew Luck had from 2012 to 2014. He they had took nobody on them. Exactly. Yeah. And they got 11 right. wins, bro. Right. Look at this well, team that Ger- Justin Herbert is playing on right now. I'm Andrew Luck you is special. A, you I don't think a, Herbert's on that level. You got a $60 million corner. You got an $80 million pass rusher. You got a $115 million pass rusher. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's got two $80 million pass rushers. Exactly. Rosa and Khalil Mack. You got one of the top offensive lines. Pay wise in front of Justin Herbert. You, you have the best Eckler, who's a touchdown machine. You Austin Eckler is probably one of the best two type running backs in, in the receiving league. and rushing total, in the league. Total yards, that man will will destroy it. You got, to, in my Keenan opinion, Allen. Just my opinion, Keenan Allen, the best running route runner in the NFL. You got Mike Williams over there. You got Gerald Everett, who's a underrated um tight end. And then when you look at their defense as a whole, how much money they're spending on it, and they only yeah. come up with 10 wins and make the fifth seed? Andrew Luck would have had this team with fucking 15 wins. Well, I don't disagree with that. I don't think Herbert's as good as Luck. But yeah, when but I say he's Luck... That's why, I'm like, that's why I'm like, I don't necessarily think you can say to... When I say he's Luck 2.0, I mean physically... Like build wise, I don't mean talent wise. Because if they had a top tier quarterback, if you put Mahomes on the Chargers, they're winning the Super Bowl. Exactly. The Chargers right. are winning because of Asante Samuel right now. That's what I'm saying. Another top tier corner that I didn't even name, bro. That dude is, like, that, right. dude is that dude is taking taking Zay Jones out of the game. Oh, that's another pick. Is it? No, I hit the ground. Okay. Um. 
But yeah, so I'm I'm just saying, bro, it's just hard for me to sit there and say that we can justify. Like, think about what would it what would it cost to move up from 13 to number five? And then probably and then the 29. And then and then you still got to decide who you're gonna take out of Tua and Justin Herbert in Miami to Tua. So what is right. that going to cost? Probably you? the the 2029 or the 2019 pick, first round pick, without a doubt. No, you're swapping you first. No, you got to remember, Miami wants a quarterback. So right. think about how many more picks you might have to give up. Right. No less than that That year's first. I'd have no – in my opinion, I have no problem giving up 2019, you know, 2020 and 2021 if it meant we got a, a quality signal caller. Yeah. And a guy like Herbert. Up, you're going to be giving up four first-round picks. Four. I give up three in a heartbeat. I'll give three. I would give up three first round picks for oh, CJ Stroud, bro. He just threw another pick. He got four in the first half. <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm like, hold on, hold on, play behind you. Hold on, yeah, me too. And a lot of these plays, bro, they're not throwing flags at all, and they should be. I don't know either way, bro. Four first round, four picks in the first half. Because they're these hanging all over bro, these, these corners receivers. Are, yeah, these corners are all over these receivers, bro. There should be flags thrown every I'm, throw. Bro, they playing tight man to man playoff football. No. I, I ain't calling no, no. flag. No. no, they're okay. That was that was a pick pick. But yeah. what I'm saying is, almost every every fucking every throw that someone's getting held, pushed, shoved early every day. These flags need to be thrown, dude. They need if to be consistent. If this was the Colts, if this was the Colts and we were playing like that, we'd be getting a flag every single time. Bro, he Asante Sabu got three picks, bro. <laughs> because he's hanging all over these dudes' backs. But I told y'all they're winning because of Asante Samuel. He got three picks, bro. Hey, if I was a ref, I'd be like, y'all better go watch the Niners. Did you not see how wide open George Kittle was running for most of that game? Because y'all receivers ain't getting open. <laughs> oh my god Golly. so imagine imagine like uh, this is i don't know bro we're calling we calling justin herbert angelo 2.0 and we call him i am just from a just from no, a no, physical no, I'm not, stature I'm, standpoint no, no, I'm, I'm not saying just you because this has been other people too um but then we're calling also calling trevor lawrence Peyton manning 2.0 so just look what we're watching here. Imagine. Have, see, this is, I, oh, this is why, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have never called Trevor Lawrence Peyton Manning 2.0. No, no, no. I'm not saying I have, you guys. I have, no, a buddy, I have a buddy of mine who has screenshots of me saying Trevor Lawrence is the most overrated quarterback coming out of college. Oh, and he's a Jags cool. fan. And he's been yeah. sending them to me nonstop. And I, and I told him I still stand by it. No, but see. And this, this is why. True. So, but see, this is my problem with thinking like, oh, Everybody likes to do the scenario like when it was midseason. I remember me and Matt, me and you had had the argument because I had got pissed off about the guy who said the Colts could have traded up for Justin Fields. But it's like when you watch games like this, it's like how can you justify trading up for a guy and yeah. saying we can play the what if scenario and and think that it might work? Because like look at Trevor Lawrence, he's the number one overall pick. Have we ever seen Joe Burrow play this bad? Yes. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Yeah. My dad's a Bengals fan. Diehard Bengals fan. Joe Burrow's first game first game was trash. He was garbage. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, his his rookie season he did. He he definitely has one. Yeah. I remember I think he had two picks against us in that game where we had the uh the big comeback. 
I think yeah. we won 31 to 28 yeah. or whatever against the Bengals. So, yeah. but I mean, there's like four picks in the first half, though. Like, you mm-hmm. usually don't see guys play that bad. And that's why I think you have to draft where you're at unless you can say this guy that I'm about to get is going to be over the top of everybody. I mean, Manning threw Manning threw six picks in a game versus same team. So like, so but see, if you say Manning, did the Colts trade up to get Manning, or did they just suck for Manning? They sucked for Manning. They sucked for Manning. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You gotta suck for who you get because you you can't really justify if they don't work. So Trevor Lawrence has had a good year. But what if he don't bounce back from this? This is with Doug Peterson. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just tough for me to justify having to give up. Like how we just had this conversation about Justin Herbert. I mean, <laughs> and this, is, this is his first playoff appearance, but you give up four first round picks or whatever it may be, like the Herschel Walker deal. It was like five picks and like two players or something like, like that. Yeah, like seven picks players. and five players. Bro, bro Jacksonville's punted once. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, how can you justify it? And say we trade up for a guy, it don't work, bro. That's just ugly to me. I I I don't know. I don't know. Just me. They were in good field position too. Yeah, they were at the, like the thirty. Yeah, Agnew started. Agnew Agnew had a good return. Had them starting at the fifty at least. Yeah, dude. So it's just ugly. Uh, we got a comment here though from uh. Nathan, he said, "Big Mo gotta go." Yeah, uh, I actually had that as one of my first. Uh, I agree. My GM yeah, situation, agree. where we said what we would do first, and I personally said, "Big Mo gotta go" because you make thirty-three million dollars and you are not my number one tight end. So, uh, yeah, also gotta go. Um, Tristan said, "Be honest, would you take Lamar Jackson from the Ravens?" Me, I'm saying no because of the fact that what we just discussed. You got to give up major capital, right? You go to trade for that quarterback. Just like the Broncos and the Browns did for Watson and Russell Wilson. You trade for this guy. He comes in. You give him $200 million guaranteed, and then he sucks. Or he gets hurt. So, did, me personally. Didn't, didn't Deshaun only win, like, one game? No, I, I want to say he won three. three or two or three. I think when he got there, the Browns had but, but three he or looked four like, But he looked like shit. Yeah, he looked like and shit. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Even games when he looked good, I think he still had two or three picks. So, me personally, I'm not for the idea of trading for a guy and then having to pay him big money if it's a quarterback. I don't know if Jackson's going to be worth that much money because he's been out for a while. Exactly. That was another thing. He's Hundley, missed four games last year and six games this year. I'm not with it. And and Huntley still took him to the playoffs. So, Yeah, I'm going to pass just because I don't know about his knee. I've never been a fan of Lamar. Oh, I don't like, mind his game. I think I mean, his game's wonderful. I just, but, I don't know. I always thought he was kind of hyped up as a quarterback. I take his excitement over what we just went through this year. I think he's a better version of Michael Vick, in my opinion. I wouldn't even say that. I'd still take Mike Vick. Oh, no. I'd take Lamar over Vick. I'd take, I'd take Mike Vick in 04 over... Hey, if it's Madden, fuck yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I take my, I take my Vic outside of Madden. I mean, that dude was a monster that year. The only Vic I'm taking over Lamar Jackson is Philly Vic, because Philly Vic was unreal. So was so was Falcons Vic. He had them in the NFC Championship. 
What you mean? Yeah, da, 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 da. Philly Vic was unreal. Like I mean, he was, he was able to do over there too, but he still had he, yeah. he had weapons too over there. Right. I mean, I don't I mean, know. I just Atlanta Vic was weird because he had like nobody except like Brian Ferdinand, who was a cheat code. But um, and that was it. And Algie Crumpler, one of my favorite I mean, tight ends. I mean, I get it. I get it, man. You were like a baby. You didn't really get to experience the O4 Come out. Michael Vick. O4 Vick and Madden was like a cheat code, homie. But like, <laughs> I'm talking real life. You didn't get to see it. But, I mean, he was cool, oh, but no. no. Wow, the Jags just muffed the punt. Jesus. Wow. Nice. <laughs> I'm not apologizing yet. Game's not over yet. I've seen, I've seen the Colts come back from 28. All right. Oh, so you really think uh, Lawrence <laughs> take many? <laughs> hey, but now, um, uh, Tristan said, but Chicago thinking about taking Young first round. So Tristan, that was one trade that I would be possibly okay with. But if I'm Indianapolis's brass and I'm thinking about trading for Fields, right? I'm not going to give up a lot. I'll be like, you could have a first-round pick and give us um, Justin Fields, and that'll be it. That'll be the end of my conversation. Because if the Chicago yeah. will take two quarterbacks and they want to play around with that mess themselves, that's let fine. Him. They can go ahead and do that. But, but let I him take Bryce you Young. Minimum of what I think Justin Fields would be worth because a first-round pick, I think he'd be worth a first-round pick. He has the legs to be able to do it. Oh, my God. That shit hit him right in the helmet. Um, so that's where I'm at. What kind of shit was that? And they wanted to say we were embarrassing. Uh, That's Jacksonville for you. Real quick here. We're getting pretty late here in the clock. Um, Nathan says, what players do you get in free agency to improve this team? I think you try and – Right guard. Yeah, right tackle. I'd probably draft a right guard personally myself, but I, I uh, say right tackle in free agency and go corner in free agency. Damn. I want a receiver, a difference maker in free agency. I don't know if there's you know, personally. Even if there's not, just somebody who who can separate another Paris Campbell type. Yeah, even if you bring, uh, even if you break Slayton. Paris Campbell back. Darius Slayton would be that guy that I think that you're talking about. Um, Tristan over here showing he us. Said some I would love. love to be a uh, guest on our podcast. I love this shit. Yeah, yeah, sounds good, man. Um, I would say just check us out on some of the other stuff, you know. And um, if you got any stuff yourself that you put out, any um, I don't want to necessarily say a resume, but anything that you put out, you know, you can check it out and, and show us what you got. Um. Nathan also says, do you let more walk and get another lockdown corner along Gilmore? Absolutely. No, you trade him. Uh, well, I think it – or no, he still has one year left, right? Yeah. Who, Kenny? Okay, so, yeah. So Kenny's got two was, years left. Okay, so yeah. So, Nathan, in that in that, in that sense, I, I trade um, Kenny Moore um, personally, and I try and get a couple rookie corners. Uh, I'm starting Isaiah Rogers alongside Gilmore and then adding some rookie corners to the bunch. Um, I'm going to sign a vet corner because I don't trust no rookie to play slot unless we're going to – or play nickel, unless we're going to have Julian Blackman play nickel full time. No, no. I mean – Bro, 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 bro. He was a dog in nickel. 
Yeah, no, I'm saying you could put you could put Julian there. We also have and then um, we also you have uh, Isaiah Rogers who can play nickel. Right. And then we also have um, Dallas Flowers who can play nickel. So I, I don't necessarily. I like him that. as a return guy, man. He's a difference maker in special. Yeah, teams. no, no. I like him at return too, but that's why I said you draft two corners. So say we get say, say say we dra- trade back right because yeah. maybe if quarterback's not there who we want you draft a quarterback and then if you can get like eleventh fourteenth fifteenth sixteenth something like that pick you take Joey Porter Jr. and boom you got a corner out opposite of Gilmore right there so um that's another option there personally that I think and then I think you can still be solidified on defense because you can't get much worse. At what Kenny Moore's been playing at home. Yeah, Kenny Moore is is in my opinion arguably one of the worst man cover corners in the league. And he's only good in zone because he has to play so close to the line of scrimmage. Facts. That's facts. Oh man, I've been drinking, drinking. We are an hour and a half in. Yep. Bro, when it when we were when we were doing good. These, these episodes would go to like an hour or 50 minutes and we wouldn't even realize it. We were almost hitting two hours. Man. We had to edit this crap. <laughs> nah. All right, yeah, so with that, with that, man, uh, we'll go ahead and hop off of here with the hour and a half mark. Appreciate everybody coming out. Remember, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, DeMarco here is our, is our social media content provider. He's the guy that kind of He's good at social media. The rest of us kind of, even if you look at our own individual social medias, me and Zach kind of suck. We don't. Well, I don't want to say they're not good. They just don't necessarily use everything. Yeah. Which is I do. So I try. I, I basically just try and use content to get you guys talking, man. Get you guys engaged. I want people to follow us. Get more people in the chat here. You guys can talk amongst yourselves. We try and bring you guys' comments out as much as possible. You know, uh, we just want to spread and grow. So please. Also. Whatever, whatever uh, music platform you listen to or podcast platforms you listen to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're on both. So go ahead and follow both. Um, after every episode, uh, I download the audio and I put it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you want to listen to it again, you can. Uh, and then you can usually come back on here, comment, uh, or send us a message, whatever you want. Every um, platform. Every platform we were on, uh, we still streamed to Twitch, uh, I, I guess, because we received a Twitch comment on here tonight, which is kind of weird, because I thought I canceled our Twitch. Um, we definitely received a comment from some spam guy on Twitch, so... Dude, Matt, you got a bunny behind you? What the hell is that? Hey, it's a oh, guinea bro. pig, bro. That's, That's tripping me out. That's oh, <laughs> Look, I'm like, what is that? It's Norman, man. Oh, so y'all ever okay. seen uh, y'all ever seen Secret Life of Pets? Bro, yeah. I just realized the Jags were at home. How are you at home getting dogged like this? Yeah, man. Because they're my, Jacksonville. I got my turtle over here. I saw the turtle. I just saw something moving and didn't know what the crap it was, man. I was like, yeah, what man. is that? Yeah, man, it's Norman. <laughs> so, so Secret Secret Life of Pets, right? They had that guinea pig. That came into the room and he was like, "What floor is this?" And the dog was like, "Well, I don't know what floor this is, but you don't live here." So we named we named the guinea pig after him. We named him Norman. So hell yeah, all right. Yeah, he had a brother, 
which my kid's named Blippy, but he unfortunately died like six months ago. It's pretty sad. Hey, we appreciate you, Dan. He said another great job. Thank you, guys. Hey, we really appreciate you guys. Everybody that came in new tonight, um, Nathan, uh, Tristan, we appreciate you guys. Of course, you, Dan, and Chad for, for coming in as always. Um, anybody in here that I've missed, I'm kind of scrolling through the comments here and make sure I didn't miss anybody. You know, I, I like to give um, shout out specific names and whatnot, um, but we do appreciate you guys for coming through especially uh, any new comments, and, and please share us, comment, like, subscribe. Um, if you can, we appreciate it if you go to YouTube, like, and subscribe. Um, that helps us in the algorithm. So please, thank you. We appreciate you guys. If you guys are also not a part of the group uh, for the shoe, yes, look this group up. Yeah, you can't really see. It's really bright. For the shoe, look them up. That's our homepage. That's our home group. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's where most of you guys have come from because I, I shared it everywhere. So yeah, um, we are. Uh, this is where we originally started was called for the shoe. Podcast was called, but due to branding, legal rights, and everything, we didn't feel like dealing with all that, so we changed the name. Um, but yeah, if you're not a part of that group, go ahead and join over there, uh, and we would greatly appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, come back next week. We'll be back. Uh, to go over the divisional round in the playoff bracket, discuss some more Colts content, specifically uh, whatever other coaches we interview throughout the week. I will uh, try and keep you guys updated on anything that we add and what we do, so you guys will see it. We appreciate that, Tristan. Go ahead and share us everywhere, bro. Share us everywhere. Hey, the last time that the Colts, Patriots, and Broncos all missed the playoffs – was the year 1990. It's the first time in a long time. I was born that year. Damn, you're old as shit, Matt. I'm kidding. Dog, I was born in 92, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, All right, y'all. So, everybody, have a good night. And uh, maybe Jacksonville comes back. Maybe they don't, but. Y'all can tell me you're sorry anytime y'all want. Hey, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry I doubted you. I'm sorry, sorry I doubted you. Sorry. I thought Staley. I thought Staley was gonna Staley. I mean, it's not Staley. Staley's not calling these plays. This is offensive coordinator. Staley hasn't Staley yet. We're not in the fourth quarter. Anything can happen in the fourth quarter because Staley's garbage. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good night. Go Colts. Yeah. All right, go Colts. He is gonna drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown. Two-yard grab over the shoulder snag.